0: Welcome to another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources. With me again is Dwayne Friend. Welcome, Dwayne.
1: It's always good to be here, Bill.
0: Ah, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And you have a very timely topic today, and that are the buffalo gnats. Now, uh, if they haven't started coming out in your area of Illinois, they likely will within the next, what, couple weeks, you think?
1: Yeah, it really depends on water temperature, but we'll probably start seeing them throughout the state, probably towards the middle, if not the end of May, and then they'll probably be around for about three to six weeks, so uh, we'll have to contend with them again this year. So tell me more about what a buffalo gnat is. Is it, is that
0: the, certainly isn't the Latin name, but is that the the name for the entire species or, or what?
1: Well, I always picture this little tiny fly that has a buffalo head on it, but that's really not what it looks like. Uh, the reason it's called a buffalo gnat is because it, if you look at it really close, and I doubt that many people would want to do this, but if you looked at them really close, they kind of have a humped back uh, to them, and that's where the name comes from. And there are literally many different types of species of and it's actually a black fly. It's not a, a really a gnat. Uh, but there are dozens of species of these black flies out there Uh, and yeah the very common term for them is buffalo gnats uh, more scientific term is black flies and there are like I say are many different species of these black flies out there some of them uh, are very uh, host specific on on what they feed on Uh, some of these like the humans and we've really in the last 10 years have been plagued by these buffalo gnats coming out in the springtime, and we'll again see them this year. So these
0: are the things that buzz around your head when you're out for a walk. Uh,
1: How long are they going to (laughs) be? How much longer must we suffer, Dwayne? <laughs> well, this will be something that uh, it, it's kind of uh, water temperature dependent on when they come out. Maybe with this little bit cooler stretch of weather that we're going to have here in the next week or two, it may uh, delay when they're coming out, but they'll, they'll be coming out eventually. And typically, they'll be around, their life cycle is about three weeks. Now, that three-week time period, uh, depending on when the pupa, uh, hatch and the uh, mature uh, flies come out of the water. Uh, the life cycle is three weeks, but the time when they come out may be stretched out over several weeks too. So we're probably looking at about a three to typically six-week time period for them to come out. They're found in fast-flowing streams, um, and what they will do is uh, the the eggs will get into the streams, and then the eggs attach to um, branches or rocks or something like that in the water and then the the larva uh, will actually if you could see them underneath the uh, water on these rocks or branches uh, they kind of look like a bunch of little tiny uh, bowling pins and they're just kind of uh, they'll they'll be kind of upright off of the rock or the branch and they're actually feeding off of the uh, the some of the the things that are in the water uh, once they mature, uh, that fly will actually ride up on a bubble of air. Uh, and then from that point, they go around and, and uh, have their life cycle again in about three weeks or so. Uh, and the, the females are the ones that actually will bite. Uh, and what they do is their mouth parts are kind of like a scissor. They need a blood meal for laying their next round of eggs. So they will get that blood meal through... Uh, cutting into the the skin and and getting that blood out of the the skin and um they are host specific some species like humans more than other hosts other times uh other species will will go to other types of wildlife so it really depends on the species on which one is going to be the most annoying to us
0: so okay what do you do to protect yourself i've i've thought about getting the full beekeepers outfit sometimes (laughs) Uh, that's probably a little excessive is there is there something else we can do
1: one of the the easiest things to do because they're not like a mosquito in that they are have that uh, needle uh, to bring in the blood since they're they their mouth parts are more or they're going to try to scissor in if you wear long uh, or cover your your body with as much clothing as possible That'll be uh, beneficial. Now, uh, when we get into warmer weather, that's uh, easier said than done. But really, during the worst of this uh, outbreak, when it comes through, that's one of the easiest things to do. And while you said you were kind of joking about the beekeeper's outfit, having a uh, uh, a head covering with the um, netting on it uh, that's actually very effective in protecting your your face and neck and ears. From, from those types of, of black flies. a uh, DEET can be used. Now, some folks say that it works and other folks say it doesn't work. Uh, and then you have the, the other kind of home-based remedies, the vanilla uh, types of, uh, of things that uh, some folks say work very well. Uh, the um, Buggins type material kind of works uh, well for some folks. Uh, but really, the, uh, having the protective clothing and protecting your, your face and neck as best as possible uh, is really going to be the most effective.
0: Very good. Where can we go to get more information about this particular topic?
1: One of the areas that uh, people can go to uh, is looking at several news releases that several um, entomologists have put out. Uh, you can do that through just doing a general web search on black flies U of I Extension. And it will give you a lot of general information on uh, the buffalo gnats or, or black flies and what can be done for protection.
0: Very good. For another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources, this has been Bill Waisner and Dwayne Friend.